Okay. Hi, everybody. This is Marnie with the Golden Thread Podcast. I'm once again, always inspired by the amazing people who are doing incredible work on this planet. And I have with me today, John or Thor Kemp. I want to make sure I say that properly of Henosis Academy on Maui. And I've been watching this guy for a couple of years now, really he's such an inspiration and we've become like Instagram friends just because I keep sending him stuff that I'm like, Oh my God, this looks like something you'd be interested in. (laughs) But, um, or this reminds me of your energy and, um, he's just been doing such great work and I'm so excited that this time finally came together because there was a little bit of managing schedules between Thailand and Maui, but welcome brother. And I'm so excited to have you on the program. Yeah, even just talking before this, I'm super excited. So I I can't wait to see where this conversation goes. Me too. Me too. So let's get into it and tell me a little bit about yourself and let the let the audience know like who you are and where you come from. And yeah, I was born and raised in Montana, a bit of a country kid. And at the age of 14, I moved to Washington State with my mother and spent the rest of high school and college over in Washington State. And I moved to Maui, Hawaii, where I live now in 2018. And uh, let's see, that's where I live now. It's a beautiful, beautiful place. I am really grateful to live out here. It's gorgeous. The The nature is amazing. It's um, It's been the greatest tool and medicine for me in my evolution and my healing. And uh, I've learned more just from being outside in nature with my skin on the earth and under the sun more than anything else. Um, I grew up in a pretty rough home. Uh, it was a, a pretty challenging childhood. Uh, the main saving grace for me was youth athletics, uh, team sports, especially really, they saved my life. I don't know where I would have ended up without that. It was uh, kind of my extended family and it gave me that purpose and, uh, taught me a lot of the character of, um, you know, hard work and discipline and consistency and commitment as a kid. So that was definitely a, a grounding force for me. And then in middle school, I started lifting weights and exercising, just basic at home, little, we had like one of those old school units, like Bowflex style with the little leg extension and the bench and like the plastic weights. And I just took a liking to it because it was a great emotional outlet. Like I remember being a kid, like doing sit-ups and push-ups in the hallway of the trailer, just like listening to God smack and like getting out (laughs) anger as a kid. And uh, then in high school, I uh, was playing football and uh, just had an incredible coach who not only was really brilliant in the strength and conditioning space and really well-learned, he Uh, continually is reading books on how to improve athletic performance and different strength training and conditioning techniques. And so we were really fit and strong and athletic for a high school team. And because of that, we were really good. We won a lot of division titles and uh, we had like a good reputation for our football team. And looking Mm -hmm. back now, being a strength and conditioning coach, I can 
absolutely tell you it's because we were strength training as young kids. So we were just like significantly stronger and faster than most of the other kids who didn't have as serious and consistent of a strength and conditioning routine like we did. So I was really blessed in that way. And in that space, I found um, kind of a, an inspiration where I saw that if I worked hard in the gym, I could get better at that sport. And that would lead to us winning more games and winning is fun. And so I found that kind of connection there. If I work hard, it makes me better and more athletic. And if I'm better and more athletic, we'll win more games and I'll be more cool. And mm. the, uh, the kind of indirect effect that actually is what my guiding inspiration is now is I made the correlation because of the reflections I was receiving from my teammates and peers in my immediate environment. Hey, man. I work out harder because you're in here yelling and clapping and pushing us and motivating us. And when I see you get fired up and get under the bar and lift that weight and you're pushing yourself to your fucking edge, mm -hmm. I'm still like, let's go. I'm going to shoulder to shoulder with that guy. Let's go to battle. And that I've just always had that. I think probably a mixture of factors of the upbringing that I had and also just my inner spirit. Uh, having that kind of um, warrior mentality and camaraderie, you know, I always think of the shield wall in 300, like that was the kind of energy that I brought to the weight room and then was getting that feedback from my peers. And I just kind of loosely said then, I was probably like 16 at the time, I want to be a pro strength and conditioning coach one day. And, you know, lo and behold, on my journey to where I am now, I'm actually really grateful I'm not a professional strength and conditioning coach in the the you know framework that I thought I would be being for like a an NFL team for example I'm actually really glad I'm not in that role because of the limitations and all the other shit that goes along with it but mm -hmm. you know you know 15 years later here I am uh 18 years I guess in into that journey of um you know making it a career when I was 18 19 I became a student strength and conditioning coach in college at Washington State University and I was working with a variety of the teams there, uh, football team mainly, track, uh, the crew team, um, a little bit of golf and swimmers. So worked with a lot of different athletes, male and female, in a lot of different sports. And so worked with a lot of different bodies, wrote a lot of different types of programs. I've worked with some pro athletes, collegiate team, youth, uh, gen pop, you know, for the most part. And uh you know, from the course of 19 to now 33, I you know, got my degree in kinesiology, um, you know, movement, motor learning, athletic performance, the mind and the body, anatomy, physiology, just the human organism fascinates me. Psychology, <laughs> all of it is just fascinating to me. And there's no ceiling other than the ones that we impose. And so, you know, I, as, um, you know, my, my greatest inspiration is expansion, uh, the, the, you know, acquiring knowledge, acquiring, you know, some, some level of expansion or growth or learning or lesson like that is one of my biggest driving factors. And so being able to, you know, like I joke around, I think everybody should be a kinesiology major, at least as like a prerequisite that you learn, which we should probably teach that when they're kids and <laughs> just have yeah. that wired in, you know, but mm -hmm. it's just, if you know how the human organism works most optimally, no matter if you're a barber or a coach or a yoga teacher or a bus driver, 
mm-hmm. you'll be able to navigate your reality with more efficiency and in turn have more of an impact on those around you because you're able to regulate and perform at an optimal level. And so that's just for me, the fascination of athletic performances, it's really that channel where you can really see what is possible. Even bodybuilding, I got into bodybuilding um, when I was younger, early 20s, amateur uh, natural bodybuilding. And just to see what are the limits of the physique, what's possible. And, you know, a lot of people talk about the the non-tested, non-natural professional bodybuilding as being grotesque and way over the top and disgusting. Mm-hmm. You would never want to look like that. I got to be honest. I, I think that's fucking amazing. I think it is just absolutely amazing, man or woman, like judge it however you want. Yeah. I don't want to look like that, but it's right. possible. Like that's yeah. crazy. <laughs> just that. It's crazy. Yeah. And that's like, that's the extreme of the physical body. Okay. Now we've got the mental, emotional and spiritual bodies. So, you know, mm-hmm. like looking at practices now, you know, just fast forwarding from that, you know, 19 to 21 year old range of being a strength coach. I then introduced my, I was then introduced to yoga in 2013. Mm -hmm. And for the last 10 years, I've been incorporating Eastern philosophy and yoga and Qigong and more of that language and learning into my integrating that with my background in strength and conditioning and uh, holistic health and more of the the science side of things like bringing those two together is really the path that I walk. And that's, I think, the unique gift that I can bring is, you know, yoga cracked me open from hyper masculine captain of the football team, ultimate Chad prototype. douchebag. <laughs> but now like that's the, and that's the truth. I was the worst like of them. The I was the worst alpha male energy. hundred percent. You know, and as we all know, you go far enough on this work. What is it? It's just a big, yeah. strong shield, but you know, right in front of a tiny little kid that was hurt and right. you know neglected and all that. You know, so like that's yeah. what yoga did. Is it just started peeling the onion, peeling the? You think you're that? You think you're that? You think you're that? And it just never stops mm-hmm. and keeps going. And then there's the little kid on the inside. So that's been the journey over the last 10 years. I'd say the first 15 and continues to evolve was the, the physical side of expansion through athletic performance and through strength and conditioning and kinesiology. And now over the last 10 years, it's been learning about energy and quantum physics and, you know, philosophy and art and, you know, like all of that Eastern side of it, bringing that together has been the lessons now to, to bring me into a balance of my masculine and feminine, you know, kind of going from hyper-masculine to then bringing in this, you know, nature, like I said, moving out to Maui has been, Maui has been my greatest teacher. I mean, I go to the beach and the water's talking to me, the trees are talking to me, the sun's talking to me. Right. It's like an overwhelming, but coherent and easily understandable stream, different streams of information. And it's like, it's wild. And it's just like continuing to, go in an even deeper and more beautiful rabbit hole. So that I think is a, kind of like a, a time capsule of, of where I started and where I am now. And uh, I've been a personal trainer and a yoga teacher for 15 years or so. And uh, I really love the grounded and embodied masculine archetype and that's what I try to bring as, uh, you know, like the tools and skills and knowledge that I bring is to help teach that to men and women, ultimately, you know, structure, 
strategy, clarity, focus, vision, vision, you know, seeing, you know, that like the seer, the seer. Yeah. That kind of energy of like, okay, build the, you don't want to build a house, build a blueprint. How many floors, how many rooms, how many bathrooms? The structure. Yeah. Bringing like that. Cause it helps me to create, you know, I'm a Virgo, if you couldn't tell already, <laughs> it brings, it helps me bring that planning allows me to see like, you'd laugh like right here in front of me on my mirror is probably like 25 sticky notes that all have different things that just when I come, I just write everything down. Oh, yeah. And so that's what I try to bring, you know, with the blueprint and the journaling and the structure to the training program and the nutrition, whatever it is. I love Jim Rohn, one of my greatest teachers. He says, everything at first is a study and then it becomes a practice. And like those simple farming, you know, analogies of like there's four seasons. And I love that stuff because it's it's universal. It's universal. Right. It's, it goes beyond the, the construct of conditioning for our one or two generations that we experience. It's any time, any level of consciousness can understand some of those things that are all so beautifully articulated for us right in front of our eyes in nature all the time. Mm, wow. <laughs> Great intro. <laughs> And it's just like, to me, because I've been watching your journey, I can see like where, I mean, how you've evolved into what you're doing now. You're so passionate about it. And it's, it's, it's incredibly inspiring. And I do agree with you hundred percent that we're at the point of needing tremendous structure. And my brother, my brother's a Virgo too, by the way. (laughs) Um, So yes, (laughs) gotta love the Virgo men out there. Um, And no wonder you're doing what you're doing, but, uh, and I love that (laughs) symbolicism too. But I think uh, one of the things that I'm always fascinated with, if I can ask a question, is, you know, what are your biggest challenges that you see doing what you're doing? Because now you've created a whole academy. You've got, can you pronounce it for me, please? Yeah, he knows his academy. He knows his academy. And you're working mostly with men or with women or? Yep. Yeah. Um, Let's see, the biggest challenges in the work that I'm doing currently, specifically from the lens of, um, well, let's just see where it goes. But uh, I, I, you know, I think this is just the biggest thing I'm feeling inspired to speak on in the moment is because it's been this like dance. It's this perfect balance of patience and, and allowing because this vision is huge huge. It's so much bigger. It has nothing to do. I always joke around like when people are like henosis, I'm like penosis. I don't care what the name of it is. That doesn't, you know, henosis actually is the ancient Greek word for universal oneness, oneness, union. Uh, you know, it's like the yoga or samadhi or the Tao. It's just the, it's the field, the force, you know? And uh, I just, I love that word. I heard it and uh, in like 2017 and it just like clicked. It's like, what? Looked it up. I'm yeah, like, oh. I love it. I love it. And the symbol even too is crazy. It's, it's a circle with then these two, it looks like the two wings of a, uh, a scarab beetle, the, the carapace on the back where it looks like basically the two hemispheres of the brain. And then there's a, a half circle around it that looks to me, if you look at it, it looks like a two dimensional cross section from the Uh top down of a brain you've got the cranium and then you've got the left and the right hemispheres of the brain representing the mind heart and then you have the circle right in the middle of those two the pineal gland the gateway to 
the spirit and like i don't know it just that's what i see when i look at it and i think it's beautiful and the meaning of it it's so relevant and uh i see the vision as these healing centers retreat centers almost community centers where mm-hmm. we can teach these knowledge skills and tools of yoga and these other practices around the world of like what real yoga is like the life path of yoga rather than right. yoga asana of just like yoga fitness and um the challenge that i see in this process now for me as that being the long term journey is moving from being self employed to managing a team and right. the, it's like so perfect as we drink our own medicine because right. the mantra the motto of hinosis academy is from a strength coach uh peter twist a leader of one is a leader of many if you cannot lead one you cannot lead any mm. and that to me is like that's it like if you don't mm-hmm. have your shit right and if you're not walking the walk actions speak louder than words then there's no way you're going to be able to a command authority and respect from others and b be able to convey that message because monkey see monkey do they're just right. going to follow where you're at whatever vibration you're expressing exactly. is what your field is going to express mm-hmm. and so for me i'm like learning and that's the thing is like learning through failure mm-hmm. especially a 3 the best. 5 line <laughs> oh, i won't go too far down human the human design, design route <laughs> even though i know you would love that but yeah uh, great experimenter just a thousand ways not to make a light bulb like that truly is my path and how i ah. learn best and i've just embraced it now at this point of like somebody hands me this perfect thing and i'm like thank you now i can break it and fuck it up and then i'll yeah. know how not to do it so then when i put it back together oh yeah and they're like that's what i told you i'm like i know but i had to do that to be able to understand it yeah, my way yeah how you process it yep it's the processing unit right and so fascinating which is why like writing <laughs> is so necessary for me because it allows me to like mm-hmm. work out all of that but the challenge for sure is learning how to manage a team and that's just a different set of skills. I have a lot of the personal leadership skills down. Mm-hmm. The interpersonal leadership skills are what I'm working on developing now because it's pivotal for me to be able to as the one holding, you know, the vision is the way I see it, to convey it to others in a clear way that it inspire they can understand it so that way they're inspired by it. so they can get behind it and help me to build it. And mm-hmm. so that's what I'm working on is getting more clear and articulate. And I just had a compliment from a guy I I sat down with a a dude who has this company Kiva and um really cool company out here. He I think he's on Big Island. Um okay. but uh he was like, "Wow, you you get a great job clearly articulating what your vision is. Like that's I'm and that to me I'm like proud of that because that's where this has come along and now it's just those management skills to be able to like we have the outcome in in you know our sites. Now it's the process yeah. to get to the outcome and that's where like digitization comes in and like Mm-hmm. social media marketing and like all this <laughs> shit and like I'm yeah. like me strength coach me lift weight and you know like <laughs> that I've got the coaching stuff down I mean yeah. I know for a fact the value that I can bring to clients I've worked with them all I've I've seen a lot of right. stuff and, you know like that's fun and inspiring for me when someone's getting good results and you know then they're really living it and then they're excited and then they're elevating even more and they're like yes here's the next breadcrumb you know right. like that that process is enjoyable the harder part is being able to to 
duplicate that process without me being involved in it and figuring out a way to create a team that can produce the same results and using the technology to create that electronic scaffolding, that structure through automation that allows for a safe and sustainable growth mm-hmm. process, that scaling process. Cause to me, I don't care about the money. I expect a lot of people with a lot of resources and a lot of cool ideas to come together at the right time. And all of this is going to flow as it's supposed right. to, because there's too many things like this that are happening that are like, duh, how could we not believe in what's going on right now? Yeah. Any longer? You know, yeah. it's obviously yeah. here. So I think that to me is where I can at this moment, that's where I'm most challenged and where I can provide the most benefit is learning how I can continue to be a better manager and, and better business owner. You know, right. like I joked with friends, like, uh, I should probably go back to school, get my master's in business. He's like, no, bro, keep doing what you're doing. This to, yeah. You're getting your MBA right now. You right. Know, yeah. Training. It's way more important. I got my MBA. It's way more important to get it like <laughs> the way you're doing it yeah. <laughs> and yeah. it's going to make sense. And you're going to, you're going to, do great doing what you're doing. And I think having um, the skill set that you have and going forward with your passion, it's just going to make it all come into, into fruition. What is the biggest challenge you see in your clients when most of your clients, I know there's men and women, but let's talk a little bit about emotional intelligence in terms of like the ability to create spaces where people can feel safe enough to go into their emotional body. Um, from a male facilitator point of view, like what are some of the biggest challenges you see for clients? Um, are they feeling comfortable? Are they coming, banging down the door? Like I need to work on my emotions. I think we're at a different crux right now in terms of our evolutionary aspect of healing um, in the industry, as well as as a, as a healer myself. And then even like in a personal one-to-one scale and then a group setting and then retreat setting. Like we're, mm-hmm. we're coming out of this COVID time and everyone's like, where do I need to go? But do you feel like people are coming more ready and present to work on it? Or are they still like doubtful? I don't even know how we can even have doubt at this point, but are still doubtful in the body mind connection, especially the emotional body. So good. Yeah, I'm so <laughs> excited right now. Oh my God. Um, I, I think you'll totally relate to this. I'm like okay, sweating okay, right now. Um, so I see I see this. I these are the two avatars that I see. Um the, f- through the process of years of like having people come in the door, seeing where they're at, bringing them in, guys that aren't fit, they don't, they're not there yet. And there's definitely a cusp. And it's, it's super apparent, especially on social media. And we've all been there. There's, I'm not throwing salt in any way, but you can see the guys who didn't have, or don't have support. And it's, it's, I like laugh a little, but it's actually sad because there's like no outlets for dudes to actually, you know, like uh, this is a good example. When one of the guys came for the retreat, he was talking to his wife about it and uh, it's a men's retreat. What are you guys going to do? uh yoga and meditation and like work out and Mm -hmm. eat food and go in nature and she's like you guys aren't gonna drink at all like don't lie to me it's okay if you guys are gonna go (laughs) get boozed up and we're like no like honey i swear we're like not drinking and she was like what are you guys gonna do then like i don't get it you know like so there's definitely those people that are on the cusp that are like okay i know there's something more and this is often what i get from the guys is like the the guys that they're yearning. There's a yearning, a desire, yeah. 
because I always see it like this is the desire to stay the same and the desire to change until mm-hmm. the desire to change is greater than the desire to stay the same. You'll continue to repeat those same habits. And usually it's the contrast that we experience to where it's sucks enough to we're like, okay, fuck that. I'm, I'm going to do something different. Something is calling right. to And so that's when the cusper becomes, you know, like the initiate in that sense of Mm -hmm. that kind of like they're they're they've had the awakening. And I have a perfect story of this, who is a great example. One of the guys in my last group, he was actually the manager of the personal trainer staff in college at the rec center when I worked there 10 years ago. And he approached me one day 10 years ago while I was on the stationary bike exercising when I wasn't training clients. I was off work. He's like, hey, you want to teach yoga? We'll certify you for free through the university. Our rec department is wanting to increase the male group fitness attendance. Mm -hmm. And they figured there's male instructors that will incentivize them. And it didn't actually. But I got certified for free and got a one-on-one training from an OG at the rec who's the director of the rec center now. Shout out Joanne Green. I always mention her name because she was like such a – such an inspiration for me and like was the first person that really introduced me to yoga. Mm. And, um, Matt now the, the manager of that, the personal training staff who offered yoga to me without even really knowing what yoga was himself at that time, 10 years ago, he actually is one of the guys that was just in this last container because in December, he like randomly one night had a spontaneous combustion. He like woke up, never had anxiety, never had depression, never had any of those issues before. It was kind of like right. ah, people are making it up. Woke up in the middle of the night, severe anxiety, midlife crisis, grabbing at his heart, feeling just not sure, but Ew. like freaking out. What's yeah. going on? He gets up, he goes mm-hmm. for a walk, comes back, still feeling it. He's like, fuck, maybe I should meditate. Gets a random impulse, has never meditated in his life and is definitely mm-hmm. the science kind of guy, skeptical of anything spiritually related yeah. and sits down, meditates using the Calm app or no, he used Insight Timer, I think, 20 minutes, put on a meditation, connected to infinite intelligence, to his inner being, to his higher self, completely sober, first time ever meditating, total brand new, just classic like yeah. westernized human being. First time sits down and wow, okay, I don't know what just happened, but I just connected to something that I didn't believe in a second ago and I got more information and felt that that was more real than literally anything I've ever experienced in this life so far. Wow. What do I do now? And his Mm -hmm. wife was like, and then he's like in this like, and then he's like, I started crying every single day and all these emotions started pouring out of me. He's like, I didn't know what to do with him. I swear to God, I had the interview call with him. He's sitting down and he's like, help me, John. I don't know what to do. And he's like crying (laughs) on the call. And he's like, they're ready. The field, the, anybody that knows yeah. the field and can feel the energy collectively, the soil is fucking fertile. It's so rich. Yeah. And this guy just out of nowhere. And this is somebody that's like yoga, <laughs> you know, like right. corporate. Yeah. you never would guess. And he came to me and he's like, his wife saw some post about Hinosa's Academy and me doing the January round of the next container of guys. And she's like, Oh, you should talk to John. And he like gets on the call with me. He's like, help. And it's just right. like that closed loop bringing that back around to those guys that are like on the fringe and then have an experience and are like, 
I don't have context. I need some. Yeah, exactly. At this point, like, okay, you know, and then there's like that, that first level of direction of, you know, Mm -hmm. and now yoga begins yoga sutras. And uh, then the level two avatar is someone that's been in the path for a while. And I think those, that's really what we're seeing is like the lone wolfers. And I can relate Mm -hmm. to that of like, I can do, I can sit in the cave and meditate like a monk this whole lifetime. And I would be happy (laughs) as a clam. I could get away with that. You and me both. You know, like I could live in these woods (laughs) and like everybody, especially my friends of higher callings that are really inspiring to me. They're the ones that are like trying to get me to leave the Island and leave the woods and go talk to more audiences and, and connect with more people to have more impact. So like, I totally can understand the lone wolf energy and just wanting to like experiment in your own little wizard cave, Mm -hmm. but the community aspect of it has really been what surprised me the most where the, I think this is the challenge coming back around to try to answer your question. The, the challenge has been, how do we create a space virtually that allows for a level of depth and connection that creates an emotional vulnerability that creates the camaraderie and the trust that actually creates long-standing transformational change that actually creates, you know, relationship, working relationships and collaborations that impact the community and the future generations of this planet. We're not doing that by ourselves. There's a lot yeah. of us, if we work together, it takes a village. And yeah. I've really seen how fast spirit can work through community rather than by yourself because you're just passing the ball you know this guy's hot he's got the the information is flowing through him pass him the ball let him take lead okay now it's over here pass the ball when it's off it's off when it's on it's on and having the ability to amplify the the frequency with community with you know more tuning forks in in resonance i think is going to really accelerate the work so Mm -hmm. that that to me has been the challenge of how do we create this virtual space that allows for that outcome at the end. And I think now like with technology, we're finally starting, like I feel over the last couple of years, I'm finally starting to figure it out where Mm -hmm. I'm utilizing these different platforms. I'm utilizing the technology. Um, The virtual community we've created is, is been, so beautiful because like what we talked about, I think before we got on was how there's this thirst for these guys that not only want to be supported, but they want to support and inspire others. And it's so cool to see that in the community space where like one guy's like does a really vulnerable share. I'm feeling like shit, like God, things are hard right now, blah, 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 whatever. And every guy comes in there and they're like, Thank you so much for sharing that. That meant so much to me. I really feel you. I know exactly what you're going through. I'm going through something really similar. You can do this. I believe in you. We're in this together. I'm oh so God, proud of you. So great. And I'm like, literally, when this, when Hi. I had this first experience, I'm like crying, reading their instant messenger messages to each other, and I'm not even involved. I'm not even doing anything. And I know that, that. That's the game. I know that collective healing is like infectious, honestly. Yeah. I mean, that's what's been keeping me in the game for how many years, but it witnessing mm. people heal and transform their lives and heal each other is absolute mm-hmm. like miracle. It's a miracle. And I, I feel like that's what we're here to do. And I'm just so grateful for you for stepping up and incorporating everything that you're doing because you're giving a space for 
that to happen. And I can tell you personally, you know, when I graduated healing school, which is probably 25 years ago at this point, there's like one guy in school. And that was a three-year program, by the way. And I taught in that program for 10 years on and off. And there was still either one or two guys, always one or two guys, you know, and here we are now. I think it's, uh, I think that was 20, 2004, you know, we're, we're almost 20 years for sacred path healing school on Oahu. It's still, I would say a handful of guys, you know, 90% are women. So you know, whether it's um, creating a space for men to be able to be vulnerable and open and connected and supported, or it's the feminine that needs to come in and learn more about her masculine structure, commitment, dedication, opportunity of like trusting in her clarity of self and taking action. Like I feel anybody who's listening out there, you know, look at John's work. And more importantly, especially if you're on Maui, like, please connect because you cannot do this alone. You definitely need community. This is what the Aquarian age is all about community technology, being a rebel, being progressive. Um, it's, it's time for stuff like this. That's why I know it's just going to like take off like spitfire. I mean, like you're probably going to have a satellites over here in Thailand. <laughs> because I was, yeah. I'm like, there's so many guys here too that are looking for the, exactly the same thing. And now I can just be like, go see John or your nickname Thor. Nickname is mm-hmm. Thor, by the way. If you need to see him on Instagram, it's Thor. So don't get confused by that. But um, I'm, I really want to maybe, I know this is going to be a conversation that we're going to have to have another time because there's lots of subject matter that we can go into. And I really appreciate your vulnerability. I'm like, yes. Fucking happening finally, but I never. I was like, maybe I won't be old enough to see it, but it's actually happening. Like the masculine's like showing up and doing work, and always want to support you guys whenever you step on the mat, whenever you step into that door, that temple, and um, really honor your feminine because we need that, you know. And even though there are spaces like yoga classes or retreats, like you still need to have that connection and. I will just say, I think it it does take a strong masculine in order to create that invitation for the wounded masculine to come in. And so thank you for being that. And thank you for showing up because um, it just gives more opportunity for more guys to show up and, Mm -hmm. and start the journey, you know, start their own journey and however that is. So can you tell us a little bit about how people can learn how to work with you? Yeah. Yeah, of course. And I, gosh, there's like five other things that came up that like, of course we could just have an entirely another episode off of all the other. Yeah. Episode two, episode two, stay tuned, everybody. Episode two, but yeah. Aquarius is my North Node. So like, I feel this so deeply of like master my skills and, you know, meditate in the woods or it's like, no, it's it, for me, it really is not only my mission, but also what fulfills me the most, obviously one in the same is to bring people together in community to do these things, you know, movement, breath, nature, community, play, you know, some of those basic, basic Mm -hmm. medicines. But I mean, like I, if I can do this work, you know, of, of really, you know, taking responsibility for my health and then following that breadcrumb all the way to where we are now, anybody can. And I even encourage still like, I'm, 
I'm just the I'm the same as as all you other guys out there. Anybody listening, like it's just a day where you decide, like mm-hmm. I want to be better and I want to do it not only for myself but also for everybody else. And you know that community support that you can create yourself, or you know if you can find community support around you. Like I just I can't recommend that more highly. It's been nature and community. I would have to say, and you know blending those two together. And yeah. incorporating some movement and play in there. Like that's just, that's some of the best stuff. But um, yeah, you guys can find me. And uh, I would, you know, love to have conversations with anybody interested. Just uh, check me out on Instagram, Thor underscore Kempf and uh, send me a message and, you know, start a conversation. I'm happy to chat with you. I'm happy to book a call and hop on and have a conversation and uh, see if I can't, you know, answer any questions, point you in the right direction. And for any guys interested in the men's work, the men's container, the men's retreats, Hinosis is spelled H-E-N-O-S-I-S. Hinosisfoundations.com is the, the online programming container that I offer. You can learn more there. Uh, like I said, I can always just have a conversation with you and send you more information through the social networks as well. Just find me on Instagram. Beautiful. Thank you so much. And I'm going to put this all like um, with his picture and his bio and the social media handles, which is like Thor, T-H-O-R underscore Kemp, K-E-M-P-H, correct? P-F. Yeah. P-F. P-F. And um, and then any other ways that you guys need to like follow him and get a hold of him and work with him. And thank you so much, brother, for your time today. And I'm so excited. And yeah, let's do another conversation. And I'm sure we can come up with some really good content uh, for sharing and getting some more healing out there into the world. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Moni.